Hi, welcome to episode 535 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and recently I watched a TV show for the first time called Duck Dynasty, and I was very disappointed. I thought it was going to be a soap opera, you know, only with ducks. It's very disappointing. Today is Fantastic Four 535, dated April 2006. To Be This Monster by J. Michael Straczynski and Mike McCone. So we're back again in Las Vegas, where the Thing and the Human Torch are fighting the Hulk. And when it comes to the Human Torch, I use the word fighting very loosely. Hulk has been exposed to more gamma rays, and he's turned gray again, and he's savage and out of control. And did we really need a third issue of this? Ben is trying to talk some sense into him, but not doing very much good. Hulk is having flashbacks to people from his past. General Thunderbolt Ross is calling him an obscenity, a freak. The leader is calling him a useless, brainless waste of protoplasm. Doc Sampson calls him a monster, incapable of affection and undeserving of love. And Bruce Banner says they should have died in that gamma bomb explosion. They deserve to die. And General Ross pulls out a gun and says he's just the man to do it. And back in reality, Hulk slams the ground and creates this shockwave that destroys the street. Then he smacks the thing who goes flying off into the air. After he lands, Johnny flies over and asks if he needs any help. Ben replies that he's seen the I'm a monster look in the Hulk's eyes. That's a good look. I like that look. Ben says he's going to he's gonna take care of it, monster to monster. So he goes back over and he starts trading punches with the Hulk. Inside a nearby casino, people notice on the TVs that the Hulk and the thing are fighting outside. So what do they do? Flee for their lives? As they should do? Uh, no. They start placing bets. Now people are willing to bet a lot of money on the Hulk. But no one wants to bet money on the thing. Well, until one guy chimes in and says he'll bet $100 on the thing. The thing is a big green guy, right? He asks. No one tells him he's wrong. Back outside, the thing is getting his butt kicked by the Hulk who's hallucinating again. This time he sees Modok, that friggin' guy with a big giant head for a body, who tells the Hulk, I alone appreciate you for what you are, Banner. The one creature in the world who could make me look normal by comparison. This enrages the Hulk for some reason, who yells out, Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! And he proceeds to rip up the street some more. Ben gets up and asks, Big, green, and ugly. You know, he actually... He's big and gray, and really, as far as monsters go, not all that ugly. You know, for a monster, he's not bad. Now that I think about it, I can't think of a better looking monster than the Hulk. If there was a, if there was some kind of beauty contest for monsters, I think the Hulk would win. So Ben is saying, hey, big, green, and ugly, don't you know it's rude to turn your back on someone in the middle of a fight? Meanwhile, Johnny finds a big TV that's showing a news report on Reed and Sue Richards. And Reed is saying that he's agreed to give up custody of Franklin and Valeria Richards and turn them over to foster care for their own safety. And back with the thing, he's trying to talk more sense into the Hulk, saying that the Hulk must be remember must be remembering 
all the things that give him pain. And he adds that maybe the Hulk is doomed to be a monster for all time. And this gets the Hulk riled up even more. He raises his fist and he gives a good Darth Vader, no, and smacks down on Ben's head. Johnny comes flying by and sees Ben getting up from the ground from the pounding. Ben tells Johnny to stay back, but Johnny doesn't listen. He flies in and he hits the Hulk with a Nova Strength Flame, which I would guess would only piss off the Hulk and make him even madder. But after it's over, Johnny is exhausted and his flames are extinguished. Hulk emerges from the smoke, remembering that gamma bomb explosion that made him the Hulk in the first place, and thinking of Ben's words that he may always be a monster. And he looks down at Johnny and Ben, and the Hulk says, You don't have to worry. I'm... I'm... All right now. Oh! So that's all the Hulk needed to bring his memories back. A big fireball. Which, incidentally, was not hot enough to burn off his pants. So back in New York, Reed and Sue are meeting with Miss Dubouvier from Child Welfare, who's telling the Richardses that she's sure the kids will be alright. Yeah, kids are ripped apart from their parents and families and lives all the time, and they always turn out just perfectly fine. She assures Sue that the location of the foster home is totally 100% secret. Now what foster parents would want to take in these kids? Foster parents who don't mind if their house gets blown up, I guess. Even Reed is imagining his kids playing in some house somewhere and missiles come along and blow up the house. Actually, that's not what happened. Reed wasn't imagining it. It's confusing. But I think they were trying to trick us into thinking that Franklin and Valeria were already in the safe house, but they weren't. But the secret of the safe house wasn't so secret. It did get blown up, for real, confirming Reed's suspicions that the safe house wasn't so safe. Miss, Bo- Miss Dubouvier gets a call telling her that the safe house got blown up. And she says it destroyed everything inside and outside for a half mile radius. So I guess you made the right decision. Wait a minute. Who fired those missiles? I can think of a lot of FF villains who would kidnap the kids to get revenge on the Fantastic Four, to use them as bait or something. But I can't think of any FF villains who would just straight up murder the kids. By the way... Franklin spent all those years at Akatha Harkness's house. It didn't get blown up. And then, he was at that boarding school for a while, and that, you know, maybe that boarding school did get blown up. We never did find out what happened with that place. So the kids come in, and Reed tells them it's time for bed. They leave the room, and Miss Dubie, Miss Dubouvier admits that Reed and Sue are right, and she was wrong. The kids are safer in the Baxter building. Reed confesses that the Baxter building is still a dangerous place, but the entire world is dangerous. And this entire conversation is very confusing to me because before this storyline, Reed had been sending his kids to the babysitters, the Inhumans, on the moon, which is not on this dangerous world. And it seems pretty safe to me. Why doesn't Reed just say to Miss, Miss D. Bouvier, hey, don't worry, we got some babysitters on the moon. Miss Dubouvier is surprised that it only took the bad guys four hours to destroy that house. Sue says the kids have to live with that kind of shit every day, but her and Reed will do everything they can to keep them safe. Miss Dubouvier leaves, saying that she'll recommend that the kids stay with their parents. And Reed and Sue end up on the balcony with Reed yapping away, and Sue's like, Shut up and kiss me! Back in Las Vegas, Ben and Hulk are up on the roof, waiting for someone to come along and... Uh, pick up the Hulk. 
Ben says he's getting tired of the Hulk apologizing. Hulk asks if he can ask Ben a question. He asks that when Ben thought the Hulk was going to kill him, did his life pass in front of his eyes? Ben says he doesn't want to talk about it. A helicopter arrives to give the Hulk a ride, and he leaves. Johnny comes up on the roof and asks if Ben had told Reed what happened yet. He says that he and Reed discussed it, and Ben said that with the Hulk being impossible to defeat, the next time he goes crazy, they might be better off just putting the Hulk on a rocket, shooting him out into space, and letting some other planet deal with him. Did he laugh? Johnny asks. Ben replies, Oddly enough, no. This is 2006, the same year Planet Hulk came out. The story where they put Hulk in a rocket, shot him up into space, and let some other planet deal with him. So that is the end of the storyline. Actually, it's the end of two stories, the longer child welfare subplot and the three-issue Hulk story. Now, I like the idea of child child welfare coming in and investigating the Richards family and the living conditions of the children. Seems like a reasonable idea and something that would happen in real life. I'm just not sure why Reed never mentioned that they have a good safe place for the kids to stay on the moon. But then again, considering how quickly the location of the so-called safe house leaked out and got blown up, maybe it was a good idea that Reed didn't tell Miss D. Bouvier about the Inhumans babysitting the kids on the moon. And I must confess, I'm very happy that I never have to say the words Miss D. Bouvier ever again. Ugh, I have such a hard time saying that. The Hulk vs. Thing story... Ugh, I think the whole... Hulk versus Thing thing is so played out, and this was definitely one of my least favorite Hulk versus Thing battles. I mean, the stuff with the gamma bomb explosion turning the Hulk gray and savage again seemed rather contrived. And why turn him gray? The gray Hulk from the 1980s wasn't a savage. He was pretty smart and a snazzy dresser. And Johnny cures him with a Nova Strength flame? Whatever. Of course, everything is wrapped up in time for the main event, It's finally here, starting next issue, Civil War. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I was hoping that I'd get there earlier this year when the movie came out, but hey, it's just in time for the release on DVD and Blu-ray. Civil War, hands down, my least favorite Marvel comic story ever. Of course, I'll be covering the Civil War miniseries proper, along with the Fantastic Four crossovers. Oh, how do I hate Civil War. Let me count the ways. Oh, I will be counting the ways over the next seven or eight issue episodes. Now, I say this having never actually read the upcoming issues of the Fantastic Four. Maybe they'll surprise me and be good. Unlike every other Civil War comic book I've ever read. I don't know. We'll find out. So that's it for today. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at PodcastFF, or you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Set to minor teens, we gotta take it slow. So when the city has been floating, don't provoke him, cause the weed will be smoking, need to soak him. Best thing for the meditation, and the best I agree that you make on to be full of weed, we supporting and promoting, loud the crack and the coking, hear me shouting. Everybody healing at the nation, legalize it right now, we wobbling one day, every day. We be burning, not concerning what nobody wanna say. We be earning dollars, turning cause we minded what we say. Some got gold and oil and diamonds, are we got in very day. Make me crazy, make me right now.